the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, happy Tuesday. Welcome to tonight. Yeah, it's Tuesday. In whatever language you choose to speak it in. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. You know what? Every day we're just starting to get see that we're getting closer and closer to the light at the end of, end of the tunnel here. And let me tell you, there's nothing like hope. At, nothing like hope to just recharge your batteries. I mean, when you are hopeless... There, you know, despair sets in and then you just want to give up. And and we were actually at the place uh, in the last few days where hopelessness and despair was setting in as we had millions and millions of Americans as small business owners and employees losing jobs right and left with it based upon a government seize of our free market system and whether or not you think that was the right thing to do. The fallout, the agony and the anguish of that has because of the financial fallout has been real. And to see and to hear that we've got a light coming in, in terms of reopening possibly our, our free market and getting people back to work has had some amazing, um, amazing results on people's psyche, our spirits, as well as the stock market. And I'm excited to have you guys here with me tonight. We're going to talk about all of it. There's so much, though, we can't get to because it's just there's every time we turn around, there's a press conference from the Trump administration or San Diego County or Gavin Newsom just now. So we'll try to cover as much as we can. But more importantly, I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. What are you guys thinking about Trump announcing today that he'd like to see us back open for business? He wanted he he said that he wants to see America back up and running by Easter. And of course, all H E double tooth toothpicks broke loose when he said that because there's so many people that have a stake in seeing the economy hurt. And I want to hear from you guys, 888-344-1170. And I especially want to hear from you if you're one of the high-risk groups. What do you think about it? Because it's interesting how some seniors are coming out and saying, you know what? Nobody asked me. Nobody asked me if I wanted to sacrifice the economy for, for not just my children, my grandchildren, but for myself, by the way. So there's a lot of seniors starting to speak up and, and push to have our economy reopen. I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm also streaming live on Facebook right now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com as well as my Facebook page. We're going to try to get it shared over to our special little group, Caniacs, our little private group, so you can watch it there as well. Okay, so um, President Trump did make the announcement today that he's hoping that we'll be up and running by Easter. And as he has said, we cannot have the cure be worse than the disease itself. And the response from so many people, including Liz Cheney, it's it's really interesting. You can tell that we have taken a turn against the numbers and against the doomsday sayers, the, the, the people that had the worst case predictions that are not bearing out. Uh, of course, every death is tragic. But when you go back to the beginning, as we talk about reopening, the United States back for business. We, I think we need to go back to the beginning of, of when things were shut down. And it was based upon a whole lot of dire predictions from people like John Barry, who was on my show 
who a lot of people glommed onto an article he wrote in which he predicted 45 to 60 million Americans would get it and that we were looking at more deaths than the Spanish flu. And nobody paid attention to the fact that he said it was a guess. And so the panic set in and at the, at the point in which we had 50 deaths was when America started getting shut down. That has been weeks. We are now at, a, at I think, at a total of about 600 deaths in the U.S. right now, which if you go back to think of, of all the doomsday predictions, there's no way that could even remotely get close to happening at this point with the amount of time that's gone by. There are still those that want to argue about what's worse, this flu or that flu or whatever. Let me start by giving you some stats here as well. Let's, here's your daily fact sheet. Without argument, fact. This this coronavirus, COVID-19 outbreak has been going around the globe, depending on who you're watching or listening to, for at least three months, if not four. In the four months time, which is, could typically be argued as just a regular flu season, we have had total globally as of this afternoon, 18,000 and approximately 18,300 deaths globally. We don't have, and there's a lot of debates and arguments about the mortality rate. But I think that common sense can prevail and say, you know what? We don't have, there's somebody, a local talk show host saying today, we can't reopen America until we test everybody who's immune to it. Everybody, basically, we can't reopen America until we find out who all came in contact with it and either was asymptomatic or got over it or, you know, basically testing the whole United States of America. And we don't even have an immunity test coming. But what we can do is bring some common sense to the equation. And we can say, when we have had this or going around the world globally with 8 billion people in the world and the, and the number of deaths are less than what we've had just in the United States of America in the past few months from the flu, I think we can bring some common sense to the equation and say that this is not as contagious as everybody predicted, that one person in a room of people is just going to automatically transmit it to 144 people. Those numbers are not bearing out. And I have said from the beginning, and I'm tired of hearing about flattening the curve. That was a really clever phrase and really clever theory that has been glommed onto by people. And now we're at the point where nobody is willing to say, no matter how flat it gets, what does it mean to flatten it? To what point? What is an acceptable number of deaths in which we are going to allow in order for us to reopen America? And so, so many, as soon as President Trump said today, the cure can't be worse than the disease. We don't do this for any other flu or any other virus that kills people. We don't do this for automobiles when people die in automobile crashes. We don't call up Ford or or Michigan and take cars off the road. We don't do it when tainted produce starts killing people. We don't do this with knives. We don't go along with this when the left, every argument that we are hearing today against President Trump for suggesting that we reopen the United States of America, every argument that that I'm hearing is the same exact words about gun control, opening our borders, the same people today playing the same shame game on those of us who have been questioning from the beginning about when are we going to reopen America because we cannot destroy the United States of America for 300 million people on the basis of one small specific group of people. But that's the same game that they play anytime for their identity politics. 
What was the reaction today? Now it's uh, the same Democrats with their Obamacare plan of death panels whose idea for treating an 80-something-year-old with cancer is to give them a suicide pill calling it, you know, death with dignity, are the same people today like Governor Cuomo. My mother's not disposable. Your mother's not disposable. Nobody's suggesting that anybody is disposable. But we cannot have the new measurement be that the United States of America is supposed to never allow anybody to die of anything. Would never leave the house. We cannot have that. President Trump, working with private enterprise in this country, has done an amazing, phenomenal job of fixing a whole lot of problems we had under every past president that we've had. We are more prepared than ever. There is masks going out to the tune of 8 million um, respirators, 14 million masks, 2.4 million face shields, 1.9 million gowns, 13.5 million gloves, 4,000 ventilators going out. And oh, by the way, the hot spot that we really have in this country is New York City. And I like what Dr. Burks was saying today. If you've been in New York and you're at 60% of the cases in the United States today are coming out of New York City. If you have been to New York, you need to self-quarantine yourself. But we've got to start being rational. There are places in this country that have no cases whatsoever and they're being shut down and lives are being destroyed. In San Diego County, we have about 200 cases, and we just had our, some people are saying our second death, which was really one death because it was a San Diego resident who died in Northern California. We've had 40 deaths across the state of California. These are the same, and across the state of California, I would like to know, I probably should have Googled before the show tonight to find out how many Americans died in the state of California from illegal aliens that are being protected in sanctuary cities here. The same people trying to play the shame game on us. We must hate granny. We must hate everybody who's got an autoimmune disease. But if we're not willing to sacrifice our life financially and the life of our children or the life of our grandchildren and everybody else are the same people that are protecting criminal aliens who kill and murder and rape. Yeah, killing is murder. All of it. They don't care. They flat out don't care. What they care about is exploiting it for power. And Nancy Pelosi made it very clear with her bill loaded up with abortions, nonsense, and and um, regulations for airliners. It's basically the Green New Energy deal. And then guess what? As if we didn't already need to know the fact that they were exploiting this for power. Claiborne, I guess from South Carolina, was caught, was caught in a conference call saying, you know what? Now's the time for us to get what we want, to get our vision for America included. Get our vision for America included. Well, their vision for America is right now across the United States of America with people, you know, having to stand in line to go into a grocery store to try to get to get what's left on the shelves with no TP. It's businesses shuttered by the government deciding what's essential and what's not. It's Americans now begging for government help. It's the Cloward Piven principle in action. This is their vision for America because this is socialism. What else did they put in their little bill of Nancy Pelosi? A raise. A raise for everybody in Congress. A raise. While you're going broke and begging for help. And your businesses have been destroyed. The woman's sitting on millions like most of the rest of Congress. And her relief bill for you. Rest assured that she's working hard to help herself with every bit of their Marxist communist wish list as well as pay raises for them. Look around. This is America under the Democrats if they get power, full power. We need to take back the House in November. We need to keep the Senate, and we need to reelect President Trump. Or this will be 
our permanent future. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Tom DeBocaro. He's got some ideas for what should be in a relief package, what will give real relief to businesses out there. And I'd love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Scripture tells us if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you're a voting age believer trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, BiblicalVoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there. So you can be God's game changer in this one nation under God. Using BiblicalVoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation, and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.biblicalvoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click biblicalvoter.com, then pray and obey. Hi, this is Sebastian Gorka of America First. Do you have a car or other vehicle that you need to get rid of, but just do not want to deal with the hassle of selling it or getting it to the junkyard yourself? Carsforbabies.com can help. Carsforbabies.com will take any vehicle in any condition, running or not. They'll even pick up your vehicle at its location. It's easy, it's free, and your donation is tax deductible. Not only does carsforbabies.com take car donations, but you can also donate a truck, RV, boat, van, motorcycle, tractor, or even a trailer. What's even better is that 100% of the proceeds from the sale of your donated vehicle goes towards helping women facing an unplanned pregnancy get the resources they need in a time of crisis. For more information, visit the website carsforbabies.com. That's carsforbabies.com, carsforbabies.com. Hi, it's Dennis Prager. If you're thinking about selling your home or had it previously listed and it didn't sell, I'm giving you a strong recommendation to call Jim Batrell, Marine Corps veteran, broker, and founder of Ardent Real Estate Services and the Jim Batrell team. Jim Batrell will show you how he, on average, nets his sellers 5.6% more money than the typical agent and showcases your home to actual ready home buyers. Jim's results are staggering. No matter where you live in San Diego or surrounding areas, you'll get top-level service and higher profits from your sale. Jim already has thousands of ready home buyers in his exclusive database of buyers, and he'll show them to you. Call the top-ranked real estate agent helping over 250 families this past year alone. Call Jim Batrell at 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Or go to jimhasthebuyers.com. 
Hi, my name is Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. As many of us struggle with the fear and uncertainty of these times, you may be wondering, who can I turn to? Who can I talk to for support? Who will understand? Our team at Transcend Therapy is ready to support you. We are open for business and available through phone or video appointments. We are in this together and we will get through this. For more information, please go to TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and radio.com. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Glad to have you guys uh, with me tonight. 888-344-1170. In a few minutes, I got my friend Susan Miller is going to be giving us a uh, um, uh, report. She's like the boots on the ground in New York. That's really the hot spot. So I can't wait to hear from her what she's hearing on the ground there uh, in New York. Uh, hopefully she'll get she'll be able to share with us the facts on the ground versus just what we're hearing from Cuomo and and uh, De Blasio there. Uh, but now I got to bring in my buddy Tom DeBacaro, author of The Divided Era, and he's also a contributor at FoxNews.com and Epic Times, and he's also got his own website TomDell.com as well as Political Vanguard. Hey Tom, welcome back to the show. How are you? Always good to be on. Thank you. Um, well, I'm excited about the fact that Trump is signaling reopening by Easter. Um, it was a bold move because, of course, now he's being accused of wanting to, you know, genocide for the elderly. Um, you know, we, we're, we're being destroyed here. By the way, today is the Great American Takeout Day. I went and took takeout to try to help. I'm not a big takeout person, um, but I did it to help support local businesses and restaurants. Um, I like Tom DeBacaro that the Dow uh, closed at the highest increase ever, 2,113 points um, to close the day at 20,704. The NASDAQ, NASDAQ rose 557 points to close the day at 7417. S&P up 210 points, closed at 2440. But that's not going to get us where we need to go, Tom DeBacaro, is it? No, it isn't. Look, I, I think... The wholesale closing down of the country is not the way to go. The truth of the matter is there are significant portions of the country that are the hotspots. They happen to be the big cities, which isn't a shock, right? right? Same was true for Milan and Italy. So should we have the same policy coast-to-coast uh, coast for all sectors when, you know, you look up at Plumas County in Northern California has no uh, cases of it. Should they be required to shut down or should there be policies that are more targeted? I believe that there should be policies that are more targeted. That won't happen for several weeks, but I think what will happen is this will evolve into changes in strategy and not a one-size-fits-all. Well, I agree. You know, and if we at least were to stagger it and get some people back to work, that would at least, you know, stop the bleeding to some extent. I mean, Ross County, Ohio doesn't have one case. 
You know, even here in yeah. San Diego, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, not one case. There's a hospital there. We're not talking about not being overrun. We're not ta- even talking about no deaths. We're talking about not a single case in Ross County, Ohio. The argument is, well, that's because they're stayed at home. Well, here's a newsflash, by the way. There's nobody. There's not a wholesale nobody out among the people, by the way. Um, we have restaurants open. They're just doing takeout. So they have done. There's fewer people out and about in, in group settings. Uh, but you can't but you can't say that there's no cases whatsoever there because of some some shutdown from Ohio, because that actually just happened a couple of days ago. So the reality is, is that many people don't want to admit Tom DeBocaro is that this has not been as contagious and as widespread and is not going to be the doomsday scenario that people predicted. But now we've got a problem because the expectation on the hearts and the minds of Americans is that nobody should die of this which is a ridiculous standard, or that we should stay shut down to make sure that, that we have as few as possible die from this. And we don't, we don't take that approach. We don't use that measurement in any other aspect of our society. But we have Americans no, buying is. into that, and it's ridiculous. No, this can't be how we deal with these things in the future. We can't bankrupt endless numbers of businesses uh, in the future every three years. Otherwise, our economic growth would collapse and we'd, we'd be beset with poverty. There has to be a smarter way to deal with these particular things and we need to lean or learn from this experience and then lean on that to create more targeted, feasible policies. And by the way, this is something that is happening on the fly. There are going to be mistakes made. There's going to be lessons learned. There's no perfection in this process. And these governors and or pundits who, who you know, constantly want to say what the Trump administration didn't do, I, I have to laugh at them as if, you know, they, you know, 2020 vision, I'm sorry, hindsight is perfect vision, right? There is no perfection here. I remain stunned at how little has occurred in America. And a lot of that relates to the early decision to shut down connections with China, something Italy didn't do, something Iran doesn't do. And so could Trump in hindsight have done something else? Yeah. And then in hindsight, I should have been a billionaire. But I didn't, you know, yeah. you learn as you go along. And this is not an exact science, this methodology. But one thing is for sure, we are going to hit 15 to 20 percent or higher unemployment if this carries on any distance. And I'm sorry to all the critics. You've never seen 30 percent unemployment and the fantastic nature of how the federal government welfare process would have to expand, all the costs related to that, the loss in standard of wealth, on and on and on. Don Lemon, you can make your own money, but for the vast majority of people living in America, that is massive. And they have losing their pensions, their retirement, and all of the public pensions are in jeopardy when the market drops like this. We cannot go through this process. We yep. have to learn, and we have to learn quick. Yeah. In fact, one of the things, I'm glad you brought that up, because you know who needs America to get back to work more than anybody? The seniors. 
That, because they're the ones, because the, the idea that government's never going to run out of money and they can rely on their pensions from their public or their, or the, or social security, or how about how many retirement, uh, uh, retirees that I know of that are devastated right now. And in fact, speaking of stimulus, because I want to get your take on the stimulus bill, uh, what what went down with the uh, Wall Street bailout and then the auto bailout was there was a whole lot of public uh, public workers and teachers and others with their pensions. Their pensions were destroyed as the government came in and decided to do the bailout and decided instead of letting the auto industry go BK, uh, they decided to rescue it, pick winners and losers. And who ended up losers there? Many people were the public sector workers unions and their pensions so you know and we're looking at that happening across the nation if this goes on and let me tell you that's why we've got seniors coming out and saying you don't need to do this for me but let's switch into uh, your ideas for what they need to do because i'm hearing tonight that we're looking at a six trillion dollar relief package tom debacaro talk about breaking the back of the united states economy six trillion dollars well, first of all, we need to understand that these two is this is different than any time in history. We have had bad economic performance in the past, but only once was it brought on by government. And at the time, the great the stock market crash, government went on to really harm the economy and cause the Great Depression, but never owned up. To it allowed the money supply to shrink by 30%. It cut off international trade and significantly raised taxes. That's what turned that recession into the Great Depression. They never owned up to that. This is entirely different. The, Boeing didn't go under. The local restaurant's not going to go under because of their own fault, but because the government regulation stopped them from getting money and being in business. That's a different smoke. So I can understand why the government at that point would say, we might, we might send you money to make up for what we just happened to you. But there's a big difference as well. You cannot sustain an economy by a government writing checks. We know that. We had the eight years of the Obama administration and the worst growth in American history. The only way to sustain an economy long term is to provide incentives so that entrepreneurs and investors will go out and put money at risk, create businesses like the Obama, like has occurred under the Trump administration and not the Obama administration. Remember, he said, where's his magic wand? His magic wand was removing government uh, problems for investors and entrepreneurs and businesses, including manufacturing opened back up and hired people. This is the defining difference between the parties. Do you create the conditions whereby those businesses can start up and employ, or do you just send out checks? There's going to be a combination in this, and and we must lean on giving investors and small businesses a tax reduction or tax holiday, I'm calling for, to allow them to get to work. There's also, we need to remember this. The economy is going to do a certain thing if we do nothing at all. It's going to tank. And, and as a result, government expenditures are going to skyrocket and government revenues are going to plummet. And, and so the question is, versus that, if you see government expenditures dropping a trillion dollars, which could happen over a couple, three-year period, should you spend money 
to revive the businesses or allow or cut rates in the short term to allow businesses to start up so that revenues eventually turn around. Because if you don't give them those tax breaks, revenues will continue to fall. But if you give them the tax breaks, then revenues eventually rise. That's what's on the table that needs to be discussed. But I'm afraid, as you mentioned, and logically assume, if we're just going to be writing checks, but not helping businesses through, through providing incentives, then we're just creating a bigger problem that is bound to fail. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm hearing stuff like in San Diego, I've got to tell you this, got to let you go, but uh, in San Diego, one, one plan that they've got here is anybody who's been exposed to coronavirus can file for disability. Talk about wanting to just yeah. create a dependency class. I mean, why would you, why would you deserve disability for d- doing nothing but going, being, finding out that you were at a party with somebody who had coronavirus? That is the insanity. This is, this is Cloward Piven in process, in my opinion. It's, it's tr- you know, they've got an opportunity now to seize control over us, to control businesses, to control our movement, all under the guise of health care. Just like gun control is, is about people control, health care control is about people control. And it's and they are seizing on it. And I'm concerned because President Trump is saying, you know, I got to leave it to the states. We're a republic of states. But if you're in a state controlled by a Democrat like us, you know, I I, I don't know. I I don't know that there's an end in sight here for when Gavin Newsom is going to from there from the shutdowns to now all this big spending today. They just said they want three billion dollars for schools. So they closed all the schools. And now it's, oh, gosh, we don't have we have these poor kids who don't don't have technology at home to do schooling from home. Yeah. Andrea, what's about to happen is the state economy is going to go under. They're going to have deficits and they're going to demand tax hikes instead of spending cuts. That's the next phase. Exactly. If you thought it was bad in California, wait till till months from now when they still haven't opened up any businesses because we've gone from 40 deaths to coronavirus to, you know, 49, and we got to make sure it doesn't get to 50. And I'm using hyperbolic language, but that's really what's going on here. Tom DeBacaro, thank you for being here. Everybody needs to read his articles. I'm so past the point of a break. I appreciate it. And I know my girl take Susan, care. T- take care. I know my girl Susan Miller is holding. Susan, thank you for, for holding. We're going to come to you right after a break. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jewels Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first. Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113. Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, you had a client who had a first mortgage, a second mortgage, and some credit cards, but she was on the fence about getting a new loan to get some relief. That's right. She was concerned about consolidating because she didn't want to owe more money. I explained to her that she already owes the money, just at much higher interest rates. That type of debt was damaging her credit score, and as it turns out, most of that debt actually came from money she spent to improve her home already. It made sense to wrap everything into one low fixed rate loan. Now she's using the savings to pay everything off faster. What a huge relief.
relief to not have to juggle that every month. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888-499-9502. 888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter the Kindness Challenge, and you'll have the opportunity to win $5,000 in cash for you and $5,000 to share your kindness with a deserving organization. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans, saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderland Cybersecurity, protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. That's the answer, sandiego.com. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. Whether you're just getting started in the world of digital marketing or already have a plan that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. And face it, in 2020, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market saturation for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. 96.1 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut The Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show waiting patiently on the line is my friend Susan Miller I wanted her to come on tonight and give us her boots on the ground report tell us what's happening in New York Hey girl thanks for being so patient and holding and thanks for calling in Always. Uh, well, I'll do my best because it's crazy here. Um, well, we have over 15,000 people uh, reported cases here in the state of uh, New York. But what bothers me is there's been 131 deaths, uh, Cuomo reported today, uh, but he doesn't give a breakdown if that includes all five boroughs. And he doesn't state how many of them had an underlying medical condition because those are the ones uh, that are at risk. Uh, It bothers me that they're not doing that. Um, We're now having a 25% cut on the MTA, 
no money uh, unless it's reduced fare, because I guess they say you can get it from money. But mommy and daddy taught us you don't put your fingers in your mouth when you touch money. Uh, another thing going on is the mayor has uh, repeatedly stated, as of this afternoon, all public parks and uh, playgrounds for children remain open. But he also stressed they're not being cleaned and they're not being sanitized, which draws concern to me. He then said that if people continue to, uh, you know, meeting groups, which really they're not here in the city, they're keeping social distance. Um, I also uh, did a video where establishments are selling food outside and actually took tape. And uh, you stand on six on the tape six feet uh, apart from one another. Um, we are getting 3,000 more respirators. Uh, that was confirmed today. Uh, NYPD is concerned. Uh, let me see now. Uh, according to just now, there's like 2,700 called in sick. And 211 confirmed cases with the NYPD. Um, you know, uh, non-essentials are 100% closed. 100% have to work from home. Uh, but as you guys probably have, you know, grocery stores, uh, yeah. you have grab to go. few restaurants open. You call, you can get it, you can run, or they'll deliver. But included essentials is the pot stores and the liquor stores are open. Um, <laughs> What's the panic know, guys, level there? What's the panic level there? Because this is considered the hot spot. Um, de Blasio did not even order any supplies. You know, the left every day yeah. is wanting to blame Trump for, for oh, he didn't respond quick enough. Uh, you know, uh, Obama waited six months when we had H1N1. Um, you Thank know, you. but de Blasio, but de Blasio this it didn't even order any supplies whatsoever until like a week and a half or two weeks ago. Yeah, his his excuse was it came from the mayor's office, and this and this is a fact that he forgot to order <gasps> medical supplies. That's bullcrap. You're a mayor of one of the biggest city, the biggest city in the world, and you forget to order if medical that, supplies. If that were true, why are the citizens of New York allowing him to stay in office? If that's the case. Well, Thank you. Um, that's the problem. I talked to so many of them in my travels, and oh, well, you know, we might get worse. That's not an excuse. Now, you know, I love everybody, but sometimes they don't think in New York City. Some of them now are like, you know, we got to get them out, but not enough. Now, uh, you know, as far as panic, oh, my God. Mainstream media, as you know, Andrea, have caused hysteric mass hysteria. These people here are scared to death. Uh, you know, I try to tell them, you know, uh, rubbing alcohol at least 70 percent will kill the germ. But you still do not touch your face unless you wash your hands. Very basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's terrible. They're afraid to come out to just go for a walk. They're afraid you can get it breathing the air. It's horrible. It's it's a ghost city. Well, that's that's dead. that's frightening because economically, I don't know how long there's so many poor people. You know, New York is the epicenter of you know, of uh, elitist Marxism in action. You know, it's the haves literally versus the have-nots. And, yeah, you know, uh, that's why I was wondering what it was like on the streets there with the citizens because, you know, the reality is for us here in San Diego, you know, having, you know, uh, I don't even know how many are in the hospital. We've got 200 cases. You know, we've had one death, really. I yeah. mean, it's, we're not really a hot spot here. We're, we're, we're suffering economically here at this point. And, but if we reopen in a couple of weeks, I think we can be cool here in San Diego, but New York, you know, um, I don't, and, and then what happens if New York crumbles under the weight of their Marxism and their insanity, then they're going to be looking for the federal, they're already complaining that they should have more supplies sent to them because they ballsed yeah. it up on their end in the city and the yep. state. 
Yep. And now they want yep. they want the, the the rest of the country to, you know, bury, you know, help them out and save their heinies with all the supplies. But then whatever economic fallout is for New York City, they're going to expect the rest of the country to dig them out economically for it. And, You're right. uh, and we're not yep. going to be able to do it in California because they're doing everything they, they can to keep us shut down for as long as they can to destroy us economically. They love well, they these Democrats love to have us hungry, love to have us desperate and begging for well, government help. We are they are just this is the I can't think of a better scenario for the Marxist in, in this country. I hope you stay safe. Thank you for calling in and sharing with us. You know, what's what, what's happening in New York. Keep me posted, girl. Love you. I will. Love you, too. Okay, uh, did you hear the latest DJ Carrot Sticks before we take a break, what they were blaming Trump for today? Did you hear about the fish tank story? No, I did not. Okay. Um, so we know that there is there is uh, the combination of drugs that is saving lives. In fact, there's one doctor out of New York that is treated. It's the combo package of the uh, hydroxychloroquine combo with Z-Pak, right? In fact, it is uh, there is a doctor that's been making all the rounds who's treated 350 coronavirus patients with this combo pack. And he's had a hundred percent success rate, right? So that's caused a lot of people. You, so you take the fact that we've got this drug that you know is curing people and saving people's lives, including the the actor from Hawaii, Daniel Day Kim, I think his name is. He did a video today. So we know that this is saving people's lives, right? So then you add the fact that people are panicked over getting it, and then fast forward to Arizona, where this woman says to hubby, "I'm going to assume that she did this innocently to hubs." She's like, you know, there's this, um, uh. The this chloroquine. chloroquine stuff, which is the um, you know, it's in this fish tank water, and it's the same thing that as what President Trump's talking about. So he drinks it and dies. Now they're blaming President Trump for this person's death. Who was it who said? I heard this today. Somebody said that life every day is an IQ test. Um, you know, Axios actually had a cover. I can't find the. I can't find the the Axios actually had a cover uh, uh, saying that President Trump. If you could Google for me, there's the name for it that's in the fish tanks. It's it's um, it's not the same name. So it's a fish tank cleaner. Yeah. And it wasn't chloroquine. It was chloroquine phosphate. Yes. So here's how bad it is for the Dems trying to find something that they can do. They they know President Trump's poll numbers are at 49 percent, the highest they've been, according to The Hill today. Uh, They know that his press daily press conferences are just giving the American people hope. They're giving them peace. They, They know that they can trust this president. So, you know, that's why the mainstream media and people like Joe Scarborough are saying, you know, Trump should not be allowed to do these press conferences anymore. So, you know, President Trump has just done a phenomenal job, right? So they're so desperate to try to blame President Trump that they're actually Axios tweeted out today that President Trump had used that same term, the chloroquine phosphate, when he hadn't. Trump has never said chloroquine phosphate. He has been very clear that it's the chloroquine for malaria in combination with the ZPAC. So they're literally lying in order to blame President Trump for some guy drinking fish tank cleaner. I think when that's all that they've got to find uh, against President Trump, he's doing a phenomenal job. Two things here. He's doing a phenomenal job to keep us safe, doing a phenomenal job handling this, this crisis. And it's also clear that it, the, since the crisis isn't panning out with the numbers that they had hoped, and yeah, 
the left had hoped. They really wanted this to be a 9-11 under Bush's watch. They wanted this to be his Katrina. They flat out said it, and the numbers aren't panning out. So they've got to find something in which they can blame him for and and put deaths uh, on his watch. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about seniors, those that are at high risk, and an interesting change that's occurred with Americans within the senior population and this story. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Do you have 2020 vision spiritually, geopolitically? If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. More than a vacation, this journey will guide you through centuries of faith as you visit significant places right out of Holy Scripture. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, Take a boat out onto the Sea of Galilee or explore the inside of the Garden Tomb. Set forth a new personal vision for this year and reserve your spot on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-506-8319. 800-506-8319. 800-506-8319. That's 800-506-8319. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media hosts Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell, inventor of My Pillow, on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, 2020. More than a vacation, this journey will guide you through centuries of faith as you visit significant places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your host will broadcast on site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee. 
Have you ever wanted to explore the inside of the garden tomb? Set forth a new personal vision for this year and visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com to reserve your spot on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com for more information and to book today. Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. Stocks end up 10% today. The Dow up 11%. Bargain hunting, short covering, and yesterday the Fed announced unlimited liquidity. Today, the Senate and a second $2 trillion package that's still to be voted on tonight. Corona flu madness of the crowd remains, but it looks like combating it may have been overdone and locking down our way of life too extreme. Meanwhile, Wall Street has had the steepest, quickest 37% decline in history after record levels in mid-February. President Trump is considering easing restrictions and let's go out again stocks were the leaders today. Restaurants, airlines, hotels, cruise ships, mall owners up 15 to 35 percent. Costco, Walmart, Dollar General, Target lower to steady. Hoarding profits are going to fade. Boeing up 22 points. The company rejects any federal aid. It includes oversight and says it has the cash to pay its bills and payroll. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Rolling into our final segment, which is good because you know what, DJ Carrie Sticks? I'm getting tired talking about coronavirus. <laughs> and you know what? A lot of people are getting tired. And, you know, of, you know, being shut down and struggling and having their friends and family get laid off. And, you know, to the point to where a lot of seniors are coming out and saying, you know what? Nobody asked me if I wanted this this to happen, the economy to be destroyed for me. And, in fact, uh, the lieutenant governor of Texas was on Tucker Carlson last night. And now he's in. And he, I want you guys to listen to what he had to say, because he's being accused of, of wanting elderly genocide, of which he is one. So th- this is Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick on Tucker Carlson, thanks to uh, Grabian. And, uh, you know, so I'm automatically in the high risk pool. Uh, You know, and I'm as lieutenant governor, I work 12 or 15 hours a day, mostly from home now, but I travel when I need to. Uh, I'm living smart, listening to the president, the CDC guidelines, like all people should. But I'm not living in fear of COVID-19. What I'm living in fear of is what's happening to this country. And, you know, Tucker, no one reached out to me and said, uh, as a senior citizen, uh, are you willing to take a chance on your survival in exchange for keeping the America that all America loves for your children and grandchildren? And if that's the exchange, I'm all in. Um, And that doesn't make me noble or brave or anything like that. I just think there are lots of grandparents out there in this country like me. I have six grandchildren that what we all care about and what we love more than anything are those children. Mm-hmm. And I want to, you know, live smart and, uh, and, and see through this, but I don't want the whole country to be sacrificed. Uh, and, I, and that's what I see. I've talked to hundreds of people, Tucker, and just in the last week and uh, making calls all the time. And, and everyone says pretty much the same thing that we can't lose our whole country. We, we're having an economic collapse. I'm also a small businessman. I understand it. And I talk with business people all the time, Tucker. And, and I'm so, my, I'm just, my heart is lifted tonight by what I heard the president say, because we can do more than, you know, one thing at a time. We can do two things. So, you know, my message is that um, 
let's get back to work. Let's get back to living. Let's be smart about it. Uh, and those of us who are 70 plus, we'll, we'll take care of ourselves, but don't sacrifice the country. You know what? That's exactly what a woman told me, an 83-year-old told me at Avon's grocery store a couple of weeks ago when I was going around with water because everybody was hoarding up water and toilet paper. And I went to this gal and asked her, you know, if she needed the water that was in my cart. And that's when she told I told you guys the story. That's when she told me, I'm not worried for me. I'm worried for the young people because they're going to be told where to go and what they can do and what they can't. And she said, this is what happens when you got your hand out for free stuff. She was talking about the entitlement mindset. And you know what? The Dems sees that they have been indoctrinating young people into this, into accepting this. And boy, they found their inroads to get Marxism over on us. And we must push back. I refuse to be shamed by anybody for suggesting that we need to reopen this country. It doesn't mean that I hate old people. It's the same reason why I'm not going to allow anybody to take my guns from me under the guise of saving somebody in, in Ohio or Chicago or somewhere from being shot by a gun. We cannot shut down our, our country under the guise of protecting anybody from any disease whatsoever. We just absolutely cannot do it. It doesn't make sense. It's not the measurement of, of what our country is and, and, and should be. And that's why we've never done it before. Um, in response to Lieutenant Governor Patrick saying that last night, a Harris County judge uh, tweets out today that she just issued a stay home uh, work safe order for Harris County residents effective midnight tonight. This moment in history will define our future. History will say we prioritized human life. No, lady, what you clearly did with this was you prioritized your political agenda. If anybody cares about life, they will stop pushing for the, for the economic destruction of America and the forthcoming socialism that's coming. Because you know what? You know what has killed more people in the history of the world? A hundred million people? The kind of Marxist communism we are seeing take root right now in the United States of America. This is about politics. And that's why she did that, that work order after what Lieutenant Governor Patrick said last night. We also have a growing problem I wanted, in the minute that I have left. Um, the drug combo pack for those saying that Trump had no business uh, giving hope for that, uh, it's working. It's saving lives. How do you know that it's saving lives? Because there are doctors around the country that have been writing prescriptions for themselves and for their families, trying to hoard up the medication, much like Americans have been hoarding TP. Uh, So states like Ohio, Kentucky, Nevada, Oklahoma, North Carolina, and Texas pharmacy boards have had to issue restrictions to where doctors could not just write prescriptions for themselves and for their family uh, to stockpile these much-needed drugs. It's sad that that's happening, um, but, you know, at least we have some pharmacy boards that are on top of it. What happened was as, uh, you know, pharmacies were starting to see a lot of these prescriptions because these are these are lupus, malaria drugs. So they're seeing these prescriptions coming in. They got on social media about it, and, you know, then it kind of the story just kind of broke, and so now we've had some pharmacy boards crack down. Um, so um, thank you to the listener who sent me this information. I hadn't heard this, Carrot Sticks. Had you heard this about doctors? Uh, over prescribing this for themselves, stockpiling it no, for their family. No, that's crazy. No, it is crazy, and you know uh, we can't allow that to continue. But thankfully, there's been some intervention from some pharmacy boards around the country on that. All right, thank you guys for being here. We're gonna be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Carrot Sticks has his scarf on. He's ready to go home. Peace out. Love you all. <laughs>
us know how high school today is not the same as the high